1: Hello everybody. Welcome to the uh second uh really rough episode of of Game Over Ottawa in as many games I think. Um the upside is I'm not alone this time. This time I got I got my buddy Matt with me who foolishly accepted uh to come on the show. Uh Matt, how are you doing, man? Like out even outside of like just hockey. Like do you have any you got any got any positivity on your end tonight?
0: Um the quote that comes to mind right now is the Brendan Lee Mulligan one, I will die on any hill. Okay. Um just sort of feels like the sense of dying everywhere. I don't like right. that's not what the saying means, but it's just it's it's bleak out on these ice sheets. It's not good.
1: It's, yeah, it's not great. Uh, one thing I will mention before we continue, everyone, I've been having a few mic issues. I mentioned this on last episode. So if for some reason I cut out, please let me know. I'm keeping a close eye on it. But we don't want too many uh, technical difficulties on this episode. Um, but there is there is some good news. And the good news is this. Uh, now that the show has started, I am under an hour away from not having to think about this hockey team for a while. Um, so that's So that's nice. Um. Uh. Yeah. Mods. Mods doing the show tomorrow night, and I'm taking a night off. I'm just not gonna watch the game. I'm. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest there. I'm just not watching the game tomorrow night. I can't do it. So I have until Tuesday to uh, shift focus and put all of my energy into wanting the Toronto Blue Jays to sign Shohei Otani and trade for Juan Soto, two players who are. You know, pretty much generational talents and two players also who the Jays weren't like rumored to be seriously in on until the last 48 hours or so. So I can't wait to uh, instead put all of my hopes and dreams sports related into something else that probably won't happen. So it'll be a fun way to uh, come, you know, crashing right back down to earth. And then the next day I'll be able to watch the hockey game. (laughs)
0: It's kind of for you who are those of you who aren't like big baseball fans, it's kind of like if you were to add Claude Giroux and Alex to bring Cat in one offseason, <laughs> oh sudden god, contenders. Come so... on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. two elite scorers. Uh... Oh my god. Oh, this team's bad. I don't, I this... mean, you like, I knew they were, but I was texting you throughout the game and I was like really paying attention to like the, the sort of stratagems, the, the, the more so than usual, like the plan on the ice. Then I the
1: systems, if you will. The the, the uh, alleged yeah, systems. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah,
0: Was left wanting. Um they did just sort of load up the the slot and just sort of shoot from wherever it, once they got outmaneuvered and couldn't find a better shot. And on defense it yeah. just sort of hung out <laughs> and didn't really didn't really zone or a man mark. Just sort of Existed in in um if you were to take if you were to take a photo of any moment of Sen's defensive hockey it would look like there's a plan in place, but that falls apart quickly in GIF or even video format, uh. Which was not great to realize because I'm on I'm on about probably like if I had to guess I'd say like I've watched maybe five of the games this year. I'm here purely on on nepotism, not on merit. Um, <laughs> my dad is Jonathan Senators, but. The, they're not very good.
1: (laughs) No. Um, important note for anyone who's watching, who hasn't watched the game. So the Sens lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets four to two. It was the battle of the two bottom teams in the Eastern conference. Now here's, here's an important note though. Here's an important note. The Sens, uh, were now, this is purely coming into the game. The Sens were two points back of Columbus And dead last in the Eastern Conference. Keep in mind, though, the Sens had seven games in hand on Columbus.
0: Which is a lot.
1: Which is a lot. Columbus tied for the most games played in the NHL this season at 24. The Sens, by far, in last with 17. Like we like I I know people have seen Sens fans complaining about the schedule a lot this month and, and a lot of people are just saying, Well, it's because they went to Sweden. The Sens have played coming into this game, the Sens have played had played before tonight 17 games. The second least in the league was twenty. Two the other the, the other teams in Sweden, two of them played twenty one games up to now and the other played twenty two. It's just the Sens for some reason have just spread out in November, regardless I, I remember- of where they are.
0: I remember going at like uh, a month ago or so before the Sweden trip, I was looking at their schedule. and I genuinely just from the, the the dates of games could not guess when their Sweden trip was like, right. I think I was like, Oh, they're going to Sweden next week. And you're like, it's in three. And I was like, Oh, then why don't they play this week?
1: (laughs) It it made no sense. And and
0: then you play the past week. They haven't played since, since Monday. And now they're playing every, now they're playing every other day in
1: December. (laughs) Yeah, their He's second average. game in Sweden was on a Saturday. They didn't play again until the Friday, Monday and now Friday again. They've played three games since since Sweden and they 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 haven't played in Sweden since whenever that was, the the what the 18th. It's been nearly 2 weeks they've played three games since completing the games in Sweden. So, the only upside is that you know, November wasn't as bad as it usually is. I think that just means we're in for a really awful December.
0: Well, it's hard to blame the schedule makers for not wanting to see hockey. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, man, it's... They're not being done any favors, uh, but I wouldn't say they're deserving of any favors. It's bad.
1: It's bad, dude, and that's the thing too, like, important to note that, yes, the Sens are last in the East, potentially somewhat because of, you know, the lack of games played, however, Columbus is the only team in the East with a worse point percentage than the Sens, so they're down there because they don't play, and also down there because when they do play, they play like shit. Like, let's let's be real, the two wins in, in, in Sweden, despite the fact that they were wins, weren't good ones. So they uh, they've now lost three in a row uh, and dating back, I would say five bad games in a row, even dating back to those two wins in Sweden. Um, So yeah, they
0: prior to that, it was like one win over Toronto and then the game, like the five games before that were, I think a losing streak, right?
1: Yeah. They just, it's been really just, I don't know. They lost the first game of the season, one three. And since then it's been like lose five, gain a bit of ground, lose three gain. It's, it's brutal. Um, so, yeah, now the Sens, with how busy... De- because of November being so weird, in December, I think they play 15 games in December, so... Yeah. Um, I Not to quote myself, but I, I, I tweeted this earlier. Uh, I said that at the beginning of November, I was really pissed off that the Sens had a stretch of only four games in 19 days. Uh, now that it's December, I'm pissed off that I have to watch this fucking team every other night. So... How much? So much can change in just in just thirty days.
0: It it feels a little like the the sort of malaise that's sitting over the Ottawa Redblacks. Um, not not quite the same because in the, in Ottawa, you you look at the team on paper and you're like, they should be good. Whereas or sorry, on the Sens, they they should be good, and them being mediocre or below is is a disappointment. Whereas the Red Blacks are, um. Really bad and have been for now six years, but but the sort of same thing is it doesn't feel like there's. I don't want to call it apathy, but maybe like hopelessness. It just it just under the current way they're 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 going out the rocky like it's the, they they outshot uh they had like forty shots this game and none of them felt dangerous <laughs> apart from maybe that early scramble. And Dude. then even then it was just firing shot
1: the puck uh, into bodies. It was just cor- like I I usually I swear by natural stat trick. It's like in my top three favorite websites on the planet. That's how much of a stupid hockey nerd I am. Um, allegedly, high danger chances in all situations were eighteen to five in favor of the Sens. I I can't I can't I just, neither one of those numbers feels right. The eighteen is it or still the five high danger
0: is it still a high danger chance if you fire it right at the goalie's chest? Is it purely, genuinely, is it purely location-based? Because, like, Actually, in that metric, I could see it. But the shots, yeah. like, the shot selection... No, mo- I had was... this
1: conversation where we're like, what what exactly is, like, what constitutes a high-danger chance? Is it any clear shot from anywhere? Do you have to be in the slot, whether it's, you know, like, I, contested or not? I have no idea. I, I honestly I have in, no idea. I just kind of eyeball soccer, expected,
0: it. I know in soccer, expected goals is measured primarily by shot location, like where you are when you fire it. Right. Um, so, I think...
1: and, all, and, all, and on that subject, expected goals in all situations, Sens 4.06, Columbus 1.46. So, like, that's the thing. everything on this, everything on natural stat trick, all of these stats, Corsi, Fenwick, shots, scoring chances, high danger chances, expected goals, everything is telling me I should be happy with the Sens effort. And yet I'm struggling to pull anything positive out of that game at all.
0: Do you remember the? I don't know how many years ago it would be now, but there was some guy who was like, Oh, if we start valuing Corsi, the teams are just going to, sh- the players are just going to shoot to bump up their Corsi ratings. And I mean, obviously that was nothing, but I feel like if you were to play that strategy, that's what the Sens would look like. Just, just getting anywhere they could in the blue zone and just like firing and being like, yeah, I hope this tips something. We we our plan is to have a guy or two in front of the net. Hopefully, it bounces off something. Shot, it doesn't really matter where we're shooting from. Like this is what it would look like, and and on the defensive end, like they held their formation, or whatever, and it's it just wasn't very good, and they allowed like every Columbus shot felt like a dangerous shot because they were uncontested both from the shooting uh, the, the the where the shot was being fired from, and because in front of the net, Columbus was just unmarked. Like every Columbus. Like yeah. the, the, I think the fourth Columbus goal was just like a shot from like high slot and just, you know, no one was really in the way. I mean, even the, the cylinder goal was just a tip when he was just floating in the in the in the slot. No one marked him. The shot wasn't dangerous. It's like.
1: Yeah. 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 Play hockey. And it's a good point here. From uh from Hamza in the chat, where uh just it's not just the systems, it's the lack of effort, and this kind of dates back to. Do you remember a while ago, like when the DJ ch- when the Fire DJ Chance first started, and both Kachuk and Giroux were kind of like, "Hey guys, yes. shut up, um, we're trying out here." Honestly, I, I like I I don't want to be the like you know like I mean look at me. Anyone who disagrees with me can like throw that really sick dunk where they say this guy doesn't play hockey. You're right, I'm too fat. I can't fit in hockey pants. Um, <laughs> But, like, like, listen, I feel like as someone who, like, you know, not to toot my own horn, but, like, anyone, you know, on SDPN should at least have watched, like, maybe a dozen hockey games in their life before getting hired. Like, we kind of know what we're talking about a little bit, just a little bit. I don't want to say these guys aren't trying because, like, it's tough to, like, gauge... Effort levels Oh, it's, it's, when, it's
0: possibly like certain of that, but
1: yeah, but like you said it yourself, these guys are just fucking, they're floating around. And like, I mentioned this on a show a while ago. This is like, this has got to be a few, I mean, because just how little the sense of played, this is like several games ago. So this has to be like weeks ago where I said, like, if these guys really, really want to keep DJ around and they want him to keep his job and they like him so much. Why does it look like they're doing fuck all out there all the time? Like, wouldn't you want to try for this coach? And like, is it, is it a lack of effort or are they just this bad? I don't think they're this bad. Well, that's the thing they shouldn't on paper. This is a good team. I mean,
0: I I can't speak to the, the depth pieces as much, but like your, your, your top, you know, two, three lines and your top four defenseman, Granted, when healthy they've injuries, but like are good enough to match up against pretty much anyone. And I mean, it's, they didn't it's, score it's after the first. It's just not working. It's just I don't know. And, but but I, I was texting you about this again, and it's like on on defense, it doesn't look like they're having defensive breakdowns so much as just the defense doesn't work. Like it's not like they're getting like exposed and like thrown around. It's just like there's they're where they're they're where they want to be on the ice either by coaching or by effort or by their personal knowledge of the sport and then they're they're standing where they want to be and then the puck goes by and it's in the net and I don't I mean I know he made you know a lot four saves on 22 I want to say shots low 20 shots but like it didn't feel like it was a it didn't feel like a goaltending you know uh didn't feel like goaltending malpractice it didn't feel like the defensive system got, you know, broken apart and shredded. It felt like, yeah, this is what a sense game is. You go out there and you mm-hmm. you allow uncontested shots that go in and you get to the offensive end. And you, it, the offensive philosophy feels like the old, you Eugene Melnick getting the playoffs and anything can happen. It's like, get in the blue zone, blues, you know, get in the offensive zone, fire a shot from, uh,
1: yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I, and, and I and guess, but. Like... Yeah, I, I I don't this is another game. I don't really put much of it on Corpusella. I think there's a couple goals that he would want back, but like that Line A goal was just a perfect shot. He had no yeah. chance, which is infuriating by the way. Patrick Line, a, all you have to do to really just like turn your season around is play the sense. Dude was a healthy scratch at one point this year. Like that's how that's how much he's struggling this season. Um and then there was I think I think it was the the Boone Jenner goal was like a really tricky deflection in front of the net. Like
0: and and the cylinder one was that one-handed, yeah. Like just fine. Then...
1: I've I've had Corpus All's back like majority of the season so far, which is wild because I came into the season being like this contract is going to be a nightmare, but like he's he's proven me wrong as as much as he possibly can with this defense not helping him at all. Like on Monday after that five nothing loss to Florida, I said he should demand a trade because like his defense is doing nothing for him. They are no, yeah, because like he's, his numbers. his
0: numbers are getting destroyed. By yeah. what's in front of him, the Ottawa Golds, I think, tradition. But <laughs> it's not. It wouldn't be the first time, but it may be the most severe. Can't
1: Cam oh. but baby. Um, R.I.P. Um, who is rocking? What? Like, is he still rocking a nine twenty eight in L.A.? I think I, it's pretty. I damn feel close like it was in that. the nine
0: thirties.
1: It, it was. I think. I think it's come down a little bit. It's come down a little bit. It's high twenties, I think. But lucky, us. it's yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Here from 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 uh uh quantum in the chat. Anyone blaming goaltending should be clockwork orange esquire forced to watch actual bad goaltending. Now and we and we've seen some and we've listen in Ottawa we've seen some and you can watch it right now. Actually, I think well Edmonton's last few games have completely turned around. But if you want to watch actual bad goaltending, watch the Oilers first fifteen games or so of the season. Um. Which, I mean, granted, also, I didn't watch that many Oilers games this season, so maybe that maybe it was a similar issue with defensive, like, complete defensive breakdowns. I don't know. Um, all I know is that, uh, you know, I didn't feel as bad because the team with McDavid and Drysaddle was, like, free-falling, and now they uh, immediately... Weird... Okay, okay, this is actually bad. This is this is a bad example. I was gonna say, weird how after, coaching, after a coaching change, they've turned it around, um, which they have. Not that I think that their their previous coach not that i think that jay woodcroft was the issue before i'm just desperate for any reason for management to look at this team and be like maybe we should change the coach after fans have been asking for it for over a year um yeah anyway i don't, I don't know how much you want to talk about coaching because i went in on it last episode
0: i mean we could we can recap the game and see if we go from there <laughs> you're the one you're the one steering the ship uh-oh. I don't even know so, if I want
1: to really recap the game. Real quick man, this though, is brutal. Re-
0: real quick, uh, Elvis. Uh, Mer- I'm going to get it wrong. Mers uh, Mer- Lickens. Mers
1: Lickens.
0: Mer- Lickens. His save percentage went up uh, four notches after this game. <laughs> In one it game, went, it went from 907 to 911. Wow. I mean, uh, playing it the sense It wasn't even a shutout. He allowed two goals, and it still went up four notches.
1: That's, that's what happens with the Sens, but you, you face so many like, like mediocre danger shots. Bad shots. It's just,
0: yeah. You it's face crazy. guys getting caught. Erica Branson has nine points, but you face guys just turning <laughs> around. Uh, you know, at the end of the blue zone, you just, uh, nothing passes, and then eventually they get caught and yeah. they're like, oh, I better shoot it.
1: Yeah. No. But yeah, no, at this point, now with that win, uh, Columbus is now four points clear of Ottawa. <laughs> Granted, still, Auto still has seven games in hand. Yeah, we, but that doesn't look t- as good. We have it's time to make up. We have,
0: we have time to catch those
1: losses. They have. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, this is I a don't team know. that's supposed to oh. be in
0: the playoff hunt.
1: Yeah, no, honestly, this is this is the first season where it's playoffs or bust. That's just, it's, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this team, dude. Um, like, I don't even know what you can chalk it up to for this game. Like, it's it's Shabbat's first game since October 26th, so I'm not going to blame him, but, like, he, he didn't he blew He
0: blew a couple, no, he had some bad play. He, there was one, um, an odd man rush where he was, like, just sort of trying to get in the way and just got walked, and it looked like it was going in slow motion. I think it was in the first period. Um, yeah. And it's just he didn't look very good. But again, I don't—I don't know. No one looked egregious to me. Again, it just looked like—it looked like this was everything. It was, it was a group effort. It was. It a... looked like this is how the Sens are trying to play, and it doesn't work at an NHL level. And yeah. I'm just some guy. I'm wrong all the time more often than <laughs> I'm right. But goodness.
1: Yeah. I, I do at this. I, that's the thing. At this point, listen. You had three days off. You are playing what is, without a doubt, currently the weakest team in the Eastern Conference, other than, in your than yourselves. Conference. There is no excuse to not that those first ten minutes should have been the whole game. They were on. They were on the power play for that. A lot of that. I think it was what three in a row.
0: But I mean. It,
1: they look, I mean and dude, dude, anything less than domination is unacceptable in this game. If they yeah. squeaked out a 3 2 win, I would have been like, that's pathetic. So they did. at they, this point, they it's they, they, a they went. Problem. I don't know when the
0: last I don't know when their last goal was, but they went at least two and a half periods without one. Yeah. And they it's got awful. annihilated by and Columbus has a bad penalty kill. And they still got beat oh, up and down no. there. And
1: Dude, H- Hamza in the chat says, Shabbat and DJ blame the bounces in their interviews, their post-game cool. interviews.
0: You have 10 losses in 18 games. How many bounces?
1: Like, at a certain point, it's not the bounces. Well, yeah, how, how are you getting bad bounces in, like, all of your games?
0: I will grant the one off the boards so that was a shot on that was weird. But.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sure. If, i mean if if that if that had gone in like what's more sense hockey than that that's true i thought that was just, going in
0: i don't I don't think it's the bounces I think that I think <laughs> I'm not saying that's not a thing but yeah I don't know man three's if three's a pattern what's 10
1: yeah yeah um and to further that uh just really just playing like shit. um the Sens currently have the they are in Oh, that's fun. They've they've passed Winnipeg. They are now 19th in the league in their power play, which is unacceptable with this talent up front. 19th on the power play. And uh we're we're, we're 30th on the PK. Yeah, there it is. Um also their five 5-on-5 five this year sucks so bad. There the, there is no part of their game that is even remotely close to good enough to keep them afloat. Nothing. Nothing. He neither you, here nor you, there. You, I saw five someone... on five sucks. Your power play sucks. Your PK sucks. But when you get those bounces, when that happens, the it is going to happen. Been,
0: the goaltending has not been good. I'm not. I, I, I'm not blaming him for this one, but the goaltending has not been very good.
1: Yeah, like I'll say, I'll you know, I, I said this on on the last episode where I'm like, I'll give you like Forsberg hasn't been good enough outside of that that like the uh, the shootout win against Minnesota and Sweden. Great game from him. That's about it. Uh Corpusalo has been hung out to dry constantly. Yes. Um before Monday's game against Florida. Like Florida's game and, and this game tonight has killed his numbers. But in, in his eight appearances before Monday, his previous eight appearances, he had a 921.
0: Which is crazy, especially how bad with how bad most goalies were last year. That's tremendous.
1: Yeah, it's I like you can't ask for more than that. And then he just gets absolutely left out there with no help for two games in a row, giving up nine goals in two games, and there's, you can de- blame him for and empty maybe two just... total, right? Like it's. Awful. I I, can, it's I don't awful. think anything
0: he gave up was egregious. I think it was just like, it, they were they were unblocked, uncontested, tipped shots. Yeah, uh, the goalie is only like, stop them from doing that.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, it's when it's 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 on. I think it was. I can't remember if it was after the third or the fourth goal for Columbus, but the next shift, the fourth line was on the ice. No, I, was, I was about to so say I,
0: I I saw someone say the fourth line was on with like two minutes left, or five yeah. minutes left within five minutes they left, and.
1: Yeah, I it's just I don't know for a team
0: I, for a team that's going on like a decade of depth problems that is an that is a decision.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and towards the end of the game, they were like, "We really need this tie. This, this we need to tie, we need to tie this game. We're down by two, and maybe maybe they were just caught on a long change that got interrupted or something. <clears throat> but it sure looked like Rourke Chartier was out there with Kachuk and Stutzla, or Kachuk. They also and also went. They also Drew. went anyway. offside. It's just yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know, what it's... do, you, what, do, you, what, do you, what do you say should we should we should we head to the chat see if uh anyone has any specific comments or questions throw them in the chat right now and we'll we'll yeah, get to them in little bit. Yeah. Throw them in, throw in the
0: chat. I'm just I want to go back just real quick uh cathartically to just be like this is a season with expectations. This is a team and they've had defensive injuries and that account, you know, Obviously, that matters. They had half their defense out for a pit. But, like, this is a season with expectations. And it is the exact same as the tanking seasons.
1: Yeah. Honestly, watching this game, I was shocked that, like, Derek Stepan and Zach Sanford and fucking Nikita Zaitsev weren't on the ice. I was like... The
0: The ghost of Johnny Oduya was out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Christy and a bring back Christy
0: Domenico. He's killing it in Sweden. Him and Tom Pyatt. I think I think Pyatt retired. But uh take him out of retirement. Take we him, need him. Retirement. Give him he'll come out of retirement for a mil. See see what um, Zach Smith is up to. I Zach yeah, Zach, Zach Smith had decent numbers going uh, when he retired. Yeah. Eric Ryba could be fished out of retirement. Um um uh, blank on his name. Uh from Latvia. Dogman's Dogman Dogman's has been killing it for
1: years. He's yeah, he's terrific. Oh, in Europe. dude, remember Roman Wick? I try not to <laughs> kill um, killing it in Switzerland, bro. Yeah, at least that'd be yeah. fun.
0: At least that'd be funny. Oh, I
1: don't, I don't know. Man. I just oh, it's awful. Um, just a team see, of yeah. guys
0: you've once heard of. Oh,
1: oh, here a we team go. The guys, the so. guys. In the chat, Quantum says, I have a sicko question. Uh, Proceed. If you tomorrow had to pick seven players to keep on this team and everyone else gets traded, who are you keeping? Whoa! Oh! If I had to pick seven players to keep and trade everyone else and just, like, build around that, I mean... Brady, Timmy, Sanderson... Those are the three like must must keeps. Um, yeah, easy picks. Uh, Norris, Norris, well, and Norris Shabbat, has I been think. struggling a bit, but yeah, Norris. They've been struggling,
0: but if you're building a team for the future, Norris and Shabbat. I you're
1: think. right, Norris Giroux. Um, then I'm I'm at five, and I need solo That's the thing. I'm Ch- thinking solo Ch- Ch- and then you got to pick between Shabbat and Chikrin. That's tr- I guess that's with,
0: the way this season gone. I guess Chikrin and Corpusolo. Um, and then they'd uh, yeah. they'd go two and eighty, and
1: yeah, which is which is brutal because like Short Shabbat bench, but... having a slow start, but like we've seen how bad this team is without Thomas Shabbat. Like Jacob Chikrin can't be your guy playing thirty minutes. Like you can't you can't do that. It's just you can't do it. So um, that is a that is a tough question. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna lock in Kachuk, Stutzla, Giroux, Norris, Sanderson, Chikrin, Corpusalo. That's my that's my locked in seven. Oh, Delta I, in the chat going with a Ridley Greg in the in the in the mix there. It depends on if you're trying to win a game
0: tomorrow or in five years. I think is, is that's the- true too. That's true, too. A little too. bit of a question there, but...
1: Oh, forgot about goalies. You can do eight. All right, I'll throw, in, I'll throw in Shabbat. I'll throw in Shabbat to round it out to eight.
0: I'll probably still go without a goalie. See what happens.
1: You've seen how part- the Sens play with an empty net, dude. That's your I, That's your funeral. I
0: think part of the problem with hockey is there's not enough experimentation. I think we should try some different formations. Maybe like a two offense, three defense, or a or a, maybe like a... Maybe like a one offense, five defenders, no goalie.
1: <laughs> Six goalies. Just see what happens. I, I,
0: I'm taking it to a, a joke extreme. I do genuinely think there isn't enough with 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 how other sports operate. the just hockey feels very uniform in its formation, uniform everything. But uniform yeah, in its formations.
1: When I remember, it was like the first time someone tried this. It was like a few years ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Like it's something that should have been tried before it was. But I remember like. Just everyone online being like, holy shit, this team, I can't remember what team it was, but like a team was trying five forwards on the power play and people were losing their minds. It's like, I remember four forwards on the power play was revolutionary. Like, yeah, obviously
0: do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It feels, that's part of the, that's part of where I struggle to be like with, with with the coaching. It's like, it feels like every, and I know I'm an idiot and this is not true, but it (laughs) feels like every hockey like coach runs out the same exact formation and their job is like line changes. It's, it's, it feels like most early, maybe it's just the maybe that's just the effect of sense hockey TM, but it does very much feel yeah. like yeah, go out there and play. Do we have a plan now? Just do your do your hockey thing. You you play hockey. I mean, with the exception of Guy Boucher and his um, whole thing.
1: Oh fuck, dude! How do you think Guy Boucher would have felt about this November with his whole rest as a weapon thing? He would have loved it.
0: Well, not if the results are like this.
1: No, but Um, they're resting and uh, they're, that's, it's a weapon.
0: They're weaponized for sure.
1: They are. The weapons are,
0: the weapons, they have weapons. They have a whole arms locker. Yeah. The Ottawa Armory. But, um,
1: (laughs) oh man. So, oh, let me, let me refresh. I want to see how close the points percentage is now between Ottawa and, and Columbus, just to upset myself. Let's see here, because Ottawa now is is worse in the, the uh, worst in the conference by four points. And granted, you know, still seven points in hand on Columbus, but um, yeah. So now Columbus is a four hundred point percentage, and Ottawa's at a four forty four. It's not, it's not much better at all. Um, oh boy, Ottawa still has a goal differential of only minus one, which that's miraculous. Yeah, I. And the worst thing, I I I go back and forth so often trying to figure out what is wrong with this team, and I can never land on one answer because every time I I I legitimately like when I'm when I'm not overreacting in front of a camera on YouTube, I try to look through it. Yeah, I try to look through it and like figure out. Like genuinely, I'm like, like, how? What can I diagnose this team with? And every time, it feels like, like, the problem is everywhere. But that, again,
0: on paper, they should be very talented, good team. And then you put them on ice where the hockey is played, not on paper. That's where they get you, and yeah. that's also where they lose by. What is it? We're, uh, over the past two games, nine to two. Over the past three, it's something like nineteen to no. Sorry, my math is off. Uh, fourteen to like five,
1: nine to two. What was that first I, loss back? That was uh, I don't remember I what the score. Of that I believe it was four two fan. or five two. I'm a bad fan. I forget what that what that score was. Um, but anyway, no, they're getting killed. Um, either way. Um, and listen, like, and this is how bad it is that tonight. Is the first time in a long, long time. Well, the first time at least between this season and last season, because this is the only time I've been able to like frame it this way. But I thought tonight, I was like, you know what? If not for this job, I would probably give a miss to a lot of games. If, if there were like, you know, Friday night or Saturday night games, I might just skip out on. Entirely if you know there was anything on the table like hanging out with my friends going to do something, right? Like, which is insane because I prioritized watching this team through all the shit we've had to watch since 2017. This this is the first time I've been like, I don't want to watch this team. It is Absolutely brutal. And I and, and and unfortunately, and probably unfairly, a lot of that is coming from management and ownership doing fuck all. It took Pierre Dorian, like, getting the team in trouble to leave the team.
0: Pierre Dorian almost got arrested. That's how bad it was.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, he wouldn't leave his office. He just kept eating chips. Um, the only man... And- I-
0: the only man allowed in was the Gabriel's Pete Gabriel. F
1: <laughs> Gabriel are going, no, it was good. Um um yeah, DJ's Sp- oh, right um, now. Yeah, let me see if I can find this actually. I think it was I think it was uh Jack, I think it was Jack Richardson from Everyday Sense. Um he tweeted out like the full list of all the coaches who have been tenured with their team longer than yes. the Sens. No, that was um was it Jack or I, who was that?
0: I think it was Shackle's.
1: Oh, was it Trevor? Okay, I
0: think so. But no, I I saw that as well, and it was it, it like you're
1: right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it,
0: he was he's the sixth or seventh longest longest tenured coach in the seventh. NHL. Yeah.
1: So here here's the full list. So so all all credit to uh, Trevor Shackle's at T S on Twitter. No,
0: no, you you can credit me.
1: Yeah, I'll credit you for for putting me in the right direction. Uh, so here's all six coaches who have had a longer current run than D J Smith. One, John Cooper in Tampa, two cups. Uh, two, Sullivan in uh, Pittsburgh, two cups. Three, Bednar, one cup. Four, Rod Brandemore, no cups, but Carolina every year is a threat in the playoffs. Every year. Uh, five, Berube, one cup. Six, McClellan. I mean, yeah, he's right. Turned rebuild into a contender. Um God like and then DJ has a 468 points percentage in his time with it's like like I, what are what what is management waiting for?
0: He I mean I I want to give him a partial pass cuz like he went into those years knowing they'd lose in the rebuild. But it, it, it nothing changed. We're still here.
1: It's just like we're
0: at the salary cap and we're still here.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I, am I'm, I'm I'm lost. I don't know. In the past, at least last season and this season, when things have been like, I mean, obviously this is like the most dire they've been. I mean, last year November was awful, uh. But then the team turned but it around. Could,
0: but you could, you could like quit those years because you're like, oh, this team's bad at hockey. Of course they are. We're in a rebuild. The 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 expectations yeah. are are higher this year, and they're being met with the same results we're just st- we're still rebuilding somehow
1: yeah um i don't know i just it's so rough I keep, man
0: i keep jumping in and just like squealing with with anguish and angst and uh,
1: yeah i'm <laughs> listen i'm glad i have the company man monday night show was rough when <laughs> i was in here by myself just like upset it, and it's, it, it's, it's good like, it's good i don't think i i forget if i told you i had uh i, I, I had i was supposed to have travis yost on that episode yeah yeah and, and he couldn't make it thank god for him like i good did not him. want to put yeah good for him uh and for you unfortunately not only is this a rough game this is your this is your third time on the show following a columbus game with the Sens. i don't know how you've managed to, i mean i mean i'm the one who asked you to come on the show but, like, that's just... I don't know why that, that's that's what happens.
0: Yeah, me and the Blue Jackets have beef. I've been to Columbus.
1: Oh, yeah, we talked... When, when Sam was yeah. on the show with us last year. Yeah, it's yeah. a
0: college town. No. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I... From where I'm sitting, it's nice to see... Like, it, I'm glad that you're here. Well, you're always here. I'm not. But it's like... It likes... It, I'm glad someone else is seeing it. I guess that's part of the benefit of Twitter, but like it's it's
1: He's thinking It's like years w- it's going. like
0: watching a really bad movie where there's like like uh not jagged but like jarring cuts and like like ill ill mixed dialogue, uh, poor writing and it's and, and you just want, want someone to be seen beside you like you're you're seeing this too, right? This sucks. You
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's like it's like a it's an experience in all the wrong ways. Um, catch the fever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the chat here for a little bit. Let's see. Do 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 do. Jonathan uh, says the Sens defensive zone game is AHL tier for real. It's genuinely it's, yes. It's pretty awful. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So from from uh Thurston Howell, uh, what makes it worse is the high expectation coming into this yes, season. Yes, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. And and I'm I'm with a lot of Sens fans. I was, I don't know if I'd say I was talking some shit, but like I was definitely like. You were thinking. Of I was. It. I was. I thought people were stupid when you, whoever, you whoever walking, put Detroit you over you the stands You were sands walking in, in your
0: your overalls, plucking your hair. Yeah, Aaron, you walked into STPN headquarters in uh, Waterloo, Canada. I don't know who this. I don't know Big Steve Dangle. That doesn't mean anything. I just said three words in a row. <laughs> I, was, I was going like big brother, but it just I just said the big op- and his The name. office
1: is in Toronto. The office is in Toronto. Yeah, but
0: I want him to lie. No, okay. Um it's in Kitchener. You're walking in, you're like, Sensier, here, sensier, And then you put your feet up on your desk. It's labeled uh because it's spelt wrong. Because <laughs> go sends go. And then and then you proceed to watch every loss known to man. <laughs> yeah it's like
1: it's oh dude or not. in my in my interview in my interview uh during the hiring process they a- one of the, the one of the questions they asked me was where do i think the Suns are finishing the standing so this is obviously the last season and yeah. i said that they'd be the best team in the east outside the playoffs and they weren't even that um also really I ballsy really- me. i had at the time i had like a wall full of jerseys yeah and for some reason i thought it would be a good bit to turn my 67 jersey around so it just said cc um and like immediately jesse's like okay no we have to i we need to talk about the cc jersey <laughs> so like it's um, it's good i just i feel like i feel like something about that um i want to pull the curtain back Are you, are you putting... with sdpn right now which is just like i can't talk about a good hockey team i can't i'm not no. allowed to
0: i pull the curtain back are you gonna get that sense wall back
1: I'm going to move stuff around. I have this, I have this dresser okay. in the way. I was going to say, uh, I'll give I'll, you my Pumple jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, I got. I, R.I.P. Matt Pumple. No, once uh, once I get a new office space, it's it's going back up, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, no, all that to say, last year before the season started, I was pretty confident with the Sens. This year, coming into the season, I was even more confident. I mentioned, and this is a while ago, whenever that game against Calgary was, a while back, uh, I mentioned how you know the SEN season is going poorly when after how awful that Toronto Blue Jays' season was, I'm dying for baseball to come back. Like, that's, that's, where, that's where I'm at.
0: Especially after that, how that ended. Again.
1: Yeah. Even just through the whole season. The whole season, I was like, this isn't a playoff team. This isn't a playoff team. They sneak in. This isn't a playoff team. Turns out, they weren't. Uh, so... Um I don't know man but I think I think also the Jays were in a rebuild from 2017 through 2020. The Sens have been in a rebuild since 2017 through now. So, I, so there were several years there where I kind of forgot how to be a fan of a perennial playoff team. Like I forgot they haven't like, been a
0: perennial playoff team since 2008.
1: Yeah, that's right like and I I just I forgot. I forgot how you're supposed to expect a certain standard every game, and I'm still struggling with it a little bit with the Sens. I don't know. I. This it, oh. it mirrors the Red Blacks again. Ottawa sports are at least they won a ship, dude. <laughs> like, they won a ship in a yeah, yeah.
0: It's just it's bleak, in season it's bleak times three? in the capital. Th-
1: was it their third season? Yeah, I think so. I think it was their third season. Not it, bad. Was, it was sandwiched that's,
0: that's... in between uh between uh two grey uh, it was awful season, uh Lost in the final Great Cup loss, Lost great cup win, playoff loss, great cup loss, six and then years just of six tanking.
1: Yeah. Six years with like I think twelve wins total. Three finals appearances in the span of four years is pretty impressive, even if it was. you just win the one. It was. Right? That was like, a good team. One, yeah. That was a
0: good team, and now they have no offense and a mediocre defense that gets trotted out there to get run over because the offense can't hold on to the ball. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit inverse of the Sens because the Sens have a mediocre offense and no defense. But
1: yeah, I do I do think that the only thing keeping it together is like as much as I'm yelling at management and ownership, do something, for the first time ever, Underachieving team or not, I, f- I I still feel like the right people are in charge. The right people are in position to make some decisions. I would I would agree with that for the for the I would argue for the first time in since I've been a fan, Melnick yeah, took over I was gonna in '03. I've been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Melnick took over in 03 I was seven. To me, the sends weren't like a real thing that affected my mood when I was seven because I was normal. Uh, yeah. Since then, I like have, me. yeah, yeah. Since then, I have like fallen into this into this uh, mindset of my favorite sports teams directly affect my day to day mood, and yeah, it's you a, it's dec- bad. Yeah. You should have decided not to care, idiot. I, I honestly, dude, I on a on a daily basis, I am so jealous of casual sports fans. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, I still get to enjoy being a casual fan. I'm wearing I'm wearing a Raptors shirt right now. They're, yeah, they're mediocre as hell. I don't care. Basketball's fun. I I'm not invested. I'm not invested. I'm invested in two teams, and that's enough, because they're ruining my life. Not to steal Steve's not to steal Steve's line. That's Steve's thing. This team is ruining my life. I don't wanna ruin it. I don't wanna steal it, but it's true. <laughs> you it's gotta true. find
0: another way to get your yes. <laughs> yeah uh, he's got two teams ruining his life you have two teams in a steve dangle lawsuit ruining your
1: life yeah uh, yeah
0: <laughs> copyright copyright infringement copyright
1: is uh his people have talked to my people my people are i can't afford people um
0: his people are your co-workers it's weird
1: yeah <laughs> no these uh, my two favorite sports teams are um and it's embarrassing how stressful being like yeah. you know what i mean like it's like like I'm talking about it online publicly, but it is embarrassing how much these teams are, like, genuinely, like, stressing me out on a day-to-day basis. It's bad. It's bad. I've told myself to touch grass a dozen times this season. Can't snow. Well, not yet. It's been on and off.
0: Grass is pretty dead.
1: It's, it's pretty yellow out there. Yeah. Touch some Touch some dry grass. It's cold, though. Like It's cold. I think I want Steve Dangle
0: to know about me against his will. Oh yeah, I'll send him this clip.
1: <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I'll text him. <laughs> no, I just thought it'd be funny to say. Oh no, you, <laughs> you didn't think it was real.
0: Uh, oh. That's the thing. I jump on this podcast, later this stream, like once every three months. It's like it's not real to me. <laughs> yeah, no, you can say whatever I, you want. I just, I just, I, I'm red and I'm just blushing. You just here
1: for the bit. You're just I'm work.
0: here for the bit, and I—I I guess to vent, but I also vent to you. I don't know.
1: I don't know, man. It's... Much, much, <laughs> I just, much I just like every
0: sentence defender, we're just sort of floating around, not sure of our purpose.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I think I think with that, we'll 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 head back to the chat for a little bit here to to round things out for this yeah. episode. Um, hey, hey, anyone in the chat, if you got any thoughts or anything, throw them in there now. Uh, we'll we'll wrap up the show with. With some chat, uh some chat action. Um from hands, at least the blue just have hope of a hope of signing Otani. The Sens do not have enough cap space for Otani, so you're right. That's that's out of the question. Um What would what, what would he look like in in the
0: NHL? Would he be a goalie forward?
1: Be... That's a good that's a that's a good question. Would he be um, a threat
0: from the blue line with in full goalie attire?
1: That's the thing, you can't even really compare him to anyone in the NHL because no one in the NHL is playing multiple positions. Yeah. I don't know. He starts every other game in net and the other games he's like an unbelievable. I don't know. It's impossible to compare. Um, Let's see here.
0: I see someone someone bought uh, Jonathan bought Oppenheimer instead of watching the game, which yeah, good move.
1: I mean, either way you're in for three hours of dread. Ah, uh, but one is artistic. So
0: yeah, one makes you feel like you've spent your time instead of wasting it. I guess would be a way to put it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. What? Just. I just I just thought about how how much how many hours I've spent watching this team over the last.
0: Yeah, it's a lot, man.
1: Over the last like, there's a lot of s- hockey. Seven playoffless years.
0: I go back sometimes just to the <laughs> to the Lightning being founded in the same season as the Sens, and just to see two paths diverge. Like you remember that you remember the the graph in the in the uh, John Boyce in the in the I don't care if it was Dorktown technically, but the the Vikings series, like the sort of cumulative win loss graphs. That he kept going back to, yeah, it's just like that. But the Lightning's one just goes straight up, and Ottawa's just goes straight down. It's like this is this is the route we take. This is the this is the journey, (laughs) the ship that won't stop sinking. Like it's, yeah. And we have there's new owners, and like things will change. I I I feel bad being like, why are they doing like they just got here? But all like.
1: Oof. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is one of those weird games where it where the show. It's tough to like find a spot to end because it isn't just like it's not like we're like well here's what happened in the game go to the chat call it a night this one it's just it's just ranting it's just it's just getting through. The emotional it's, it's, turmoil of being a SENS just, fan.
0: It's just all downhill, like the SENS cumulative win-loss chart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Quantum in the chat says, things will change. It just sucks that we have to waste another season. I'm so glad that yeah. you genuinely believe things will change. I'm I, losing it.
0: I don't disagree with that, because it feels like this is a new era, a new start. Um, And I get not wanting to be hasty coming in as new ownership, but... Not fun to watch.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm out here yelling about how much I want to change. I'm just really hoping that change isn't Peter Shirelli.
0: That'd be funny though. You gotta admit that'd be funny.
1: Oh, dude, from like, uh, like a, just like a from perform- like, like an yeah, artistic like a story, standpoint, right? Like performance
0: like, art standpoint, like that'd be pretty funny. I wouldn't even be mad. I'd just be like,
1: if I was, if I wasn't a sense fan, I would totally buy into oh, the hilarious. entertainment value hilarious. of it you know it'd be amazing it'd be amazing and then we could see him be like does tim stutzel fit this team's culture <laughs> and then and then ship him oh, out for a, like whatever is aging he a team player Was that, that what it was i don't even remember I, I i should know i watched that video so many times <laughs> the the bruins management meeting being like this tyler sega guy he's uh Remember when the Sens yeah. didn't draft
0: Vasilevsky because he was sunburnt and missed their scouting meeting?
1: Oh my God. Or their scouting 101? I, I somehow when that happens to uh to not think about that for a long time.
0: It's pretty, again, sucks. From a forward, yeah, it's but then, they, but then they would have gotten
1: CC. And you know what? We you know what? CC got the Sens? Zaitsev. So, like, who's who's ahead here? Two seasons of Connor Brown or three seasons of Connor Brown. Zaitsev versus Vasilevsky. We the never, would, Russians, we uh, never to know who you'd want. It's we never would
0: have seen Cowan on the Leafs or CeCe on the Leafs. Or What was the Cowan? No, Cowan traded with no, the No, Cowan never Cal, played I for the
1: say. Leafs. He got traded to the Leafs and just never played again.
0: Not suspicious. Uh, actually, yeah. when I say that out loud, it makes
1: sense. Um, no, the difference is that the Leafs management can like identify defensive talent. <laughs> That's the difference. Oh <laughs>
0: I'll well, the Sens.
1: I will say they're better at it. I will not say they can do it. Sure, sure. Um, God. Okay. Well, let's 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 do let's do a few in here. I'm, I'm assuming that's not you, Matt, in the chat. I'm assuming that's a different no. Matt. Uh, did the Sens break 500 in December? I am losing hope. They play. The good thing is that they're only two games under 500, and they play a ton of games in December. Um to break 500 they would have to win what three and then if they're going 500 past that 12 so six so they'd have to win nine of of the 15 games to be over 500 heading into January nine nine out of 15, nine out of 15 that feels like a lot the the, for the this thing team. is the thing is
0: 500 gets you into the playoffs in the NHL so I'm like, I'm I'm not, it always feels like I at least mathematically have a chance, but when you, when you say, but when he was saying that they have to win half their games, like, oh, no chance of that. Yeah. And that's not good. No, you're right. You're right.
1: You're right. Oh,
0: and they got awful. I think they only have two back to backs in December, but it was, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of games.
1: It's a lot, and and, and I forget who it was, but someone in the chat mentioned they also played 15 games in January. That's the worst thing, too, is... Oh, that's right. Because of how, like, spread out it's been so far, I am at... The Sen's got to be near the top in, like, number of back-to-back games for the rest of the season. So they're going to be exhausted towards the end of the season. They're going to be playing a whole bunch of back-to-backs, and it's going to be awful. Um, Maybe that's what
0: they're doing. They're saving their their stamina, What these games, where they're just sort of gliding and losing. And they're getting... They're really going to kick it up where uh, I'm... Around the end of the year.
1: Absolutely awful. Well, uh what do you say, man? Should we uh should we wrap things up here? Yeah, we didn't recap the game at all. We that's okay. Um any Sens fan watching this wouldn't want us to. Nah.
0: 4 two loss. You know how Colts work.
1: Yeah, 4 two loss, Sens hockey baby. That's how we that's how we Sends two up goals, two nothing. four unanswered. Let's roll. Okay, well, one thing that uh, I know, I'm sure, it was Jack Richardson who tweeted this. One thing he did mention is three of the last four games, the Sens have given up four or more unanswered goals. So, is that good? Hey, if you're if you don't play for Ottawa, it's great. So. Oof. Yeah. Um. With that, we'll 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 uh, set up the next episode here. So that's gonna be tomorrow night, and Mod is gonna be handling the show tomorrow night. Let's let's just do the next few. Let's just let's just get everyone up to date on what's going on over the next few games. Uh, Saturday tomorrow, back to back games for the Sens on the subject of back to back games. So yeah, Mod's got the game tomorrow against the Kraken. I will be back on Tuesday. For the game against the Rangers, I'll be joined by uh, Tony Ferrari of the Hockey News. And we're going to talk about the lack of Sens prospects in the system. Because now that the rebuild is over and everyone's on the roster, the cupboards are empty, baby. So we're going to talk about that. And then uh, on Thursday, it's uh, Sens Leafs. And I'll be back on on the show for that one with uh, Armand from Game Over Toronto. And that's going to be a uh, bloodbath in the chat. I can just feel it already. (laughs) <laughs> so the next few shows are gonna be fun um for sure um god i don't know man like i i i am dreading watching the sends and yet i am so excited for the next few shows they're gonna be fun
0: maybe they beat a bad seattle team tomorrow and the vibes change uh, that
1: and, that and then, and then that win over the Leafs down against the like probably the number one team I mean, in the conference. That's the, it. Uh, the the win against Rangers. the
0: Leafs like a month ago. Like oh, the vibes were very good. All of a sudden, that fixed it. And it's sports fi- winning. You know, fixes pretty much everything. But yeah.
1: now the Sens will lose the next two games, crush the Leafs, then lose their next five. That's how it's going to work.
0: Who's the uh, the top prospect this year?
1: Um, Macklin Celebrini is his name right now it's um uh what what's what's the one because i say it was like it was like tank hard for bedard now it's uh it's it's lacking for macklin that's
0: what it, it was. was well yeah. uh hope he likes living in canada <laughs> yeah
1: and so we're not winning the, the travel lottery not... nah. no no we no sends would never no. um <laughs> anyway with that um thank you everyone for watching Thank you, Matt, for agreeing to be on this episode and still coming on despite that game. Uh, I just took up your Friday night and made you sad. So... Uh... Happens. <laughs> it, it happens. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Um, if you made it to the end of this episode, uh would mean a lot if you liked the stream. helps out a whole lot. And if you're listening to the show after the fact on your uh, podcast streaming platform of choice. I say this every time, but hey... Uh, come tune in live after the game if you're able to, it's a lot more fun Uh, I get to interact with you in the chat and just have a grand old time, or in cases like this it's like group therapy, where we just vent and it's, you know, it's not necessarily Deeper. fun, yeah, it's not It's not necessarily fun, but it's I, I, oh, you know what, actually it's not fun, and I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's especially uh, productive, but like you still kind of feel better after it so that's that's something, at least it's something
0: so uh we're in we're all in like a jail cell and the bars aren't there we're not locked in but none of us are choosing to leave
1: that's about right yeah that's about right so yeah um also subscribe to sdpn because uh sdpn is uh it's closing in on 100k subs at the time of uh this live stream 96.4k closing on 100k that's going to be a huge milestone so, obviously, really appreciate all the uh, all the support on not just Game Over Ottawa, but all the Game Over shows in general. Um, and tomorrow's Saturday night, which means most, if not all of them, are going to be on. So, plenty of Game Over to watch tomorrow night. Plenty of hockey to watch in general. So, uh should be a, a good time. I'll be taking the day off, as mentioned before, because I, uh, I'm a sad little boy. <laughs> anyway. Thanks again, Matt, for coming on, dude. I'm I'm sure I'll, I'm sure okay. everyone's gonna see you again before the end of the season. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we're uh, we're gonna call it night. Thanks everyone again for watching, and uh, yeah, mod will uh we'll talk to you all on Saturday. Have a good night.